Welcome to the Stretch Mobility Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Narker, and I'm truly honored to embark on this transformative journey with you. Together, let's build a thriving community of PTAs who are trailblazing their way to success in the world of stretch mobility coaching. I am here to equip you with the tools, knowledge, and strategies that will take you from being a physical therapist assistant to becoming a solo professional in the realm of stretch mobility coaching. Now, whether you're dreaming of starting your own practice or do you want to expand your current client base or you want to establish yourself as a respected authority in the health and wellness injury, I've got you covered. Now, this podcast is going to be more than just a show. Guys, it is a community, a community of caring and motivated PTAs who are committed to making a positive impact through the power of stretch mobility coaching. Together, we'll cultivate an environment where we can find inspiration, we can connect with like-minded professionals and foster meaningful collaborations. So get ready, immerse yourself in compelling stories, gain actionable insights, and be part of a community that champions your success. Let's unlock your full potential as a PTA and make a lasting impact in the world of stretch mobility coaching. Hey guys, welcome back to the show today. And today is episode three of a five-part series where we're talking about PTAs and, and mitigating risk as a PTA. And this training series, again, is number three of five. So today we're going to talk about how PTA can mitigate their risk when they're stepping outside their PTA career to be a solo provider. Now, if you're intent on providing other services outside physical therapy and you're a PTA, consider the following steps to mitigate your risk. Number one is education. Invest in a certification that aligns with your education and, and guys, build a solid foundation in that specific area. You want to make sure that you are doing something that you love because right now you're burnout, you're feeling tired, you're feeling undervalued, and you're gaining skills just to be able to prove that you have value. And I'm here to tell you, you already have the basic fundamental skills, but you do need to gain some education to make sure that your actual skills are going to be able to align not only with your PTA license, which you have to do, but also in the area of the expertise that your health, wellness, and fitness client is actually looking for. So you want to make sure those two things are happening. You want to separate your roles. Clearly delineate your roles as a PTA and your new certification by ensuring that you meet and align with your professional scope of practice. And what this is basically saying here is that you're a PTA and somehow that's going to come out that you're a PTA, whether that's in conversation or whatever it is. So your consumer is already with that title expecting a higher level service than they can get from your typical personal trainer, yoga instructor, and other allied health professionals. So because somehow that came in conversation is you studied to be a PTA or you graduated from a PTA program or that you actually have been working as a PTA in the field for X many years, this person's expectations are already up higher for you. So you have to level up 
the service that you're providing and make sure that that service is aligning with your higher license, which is your PTA license. And this is where you want to make sure that you are following your professional scope of practice, even if you're working as a yoga instructor, a personal trainer, a other solo provider under another certification. So you want to make sure that you clearly delineate that you are a PTA, but these services are whatever that certification is so that you can make sure that you can mitigate your risk. Now, you want to make sure that you are obtaining an informed consent from your clients for both of those roles. Disclose your certifications and disclose your limitations. Now, this is an area that most people don't understand. So you need to get with your attorney here and you need to find out that you have the right informed consent forms to be able to mitigate your risk here and that you're getting the actual consent to do the service you are providing. Because just as soon as you turn around, your person's going to be going out telling everybody you're getting physical therapy. And so you want to make sure that you obtain informed consent from them and you want to obtain the consent in both of the areas. So that certification and PTA and let them know that you're not selling services as physical therapy and that you need to know your limitations. Now, guys, here's something key that most of you are not going to like at all, and it is that you're going to have to document on these services. And this is, you know, if you're a yoga instructor, you're going to have to document on your yoga classes. If you're a personal trainer, you're going to have to document on your personal training sessions. And if you are any other type of solo professional and you're doing work outside, you're going to have to still document because guys, you're held to your higher license and your state laws and rules require that you keep baseline measures and that you are looking and at the risk and the skill that is needed for this client and make sure you're referring anybody out that doesn't fit into that box. So if you're doing personal training and you're offering personal training services as a PTA, you want to make sure that you're documenting those services and you're documenting that you're sending this person out to physical therapy, even though you know you, you can do some manual techniques on this person. You really need to be careful here because you're selling a personal training service and you have to deliver within that scope of practice and really watch out for your PTA skills. And that's going to be hard for a lot of you to be able to discern, okay? But you're going to need to document these new services. And make sure, guys, that again, if you recognize the need beyond personal training, yoga, and other services that you're performing, that there is a higher skill that is needed. You need to get a PT evaluation or get him over to the doctor. You are a PTA and you assist in the care of physical therapy. So you can't kind of act on that PTA skill set that you have if you're going to certify in a different certification. If you're certifying in a different certification, you have to stay within those guidelines to make sure that you are mitigating your risk and that if something happens during your personal training session, you're not doing some of your PTA things and it's not covered and then you are held liable. Worse, you're held liable for neglect. No, you want to make sure that you follow all of these things. Now, I'm going to hit on them one more quick time because this is a short episode today. So invest in education and in a certification that aligns with your education and make sure you build a solid foundation in a specific area that people are looking for. 
If you are going for personal training, stay on that personal training road. If it's yoga instructor, if it's a Pilates instructor, you need to watch and discern which actual scope of practice you are delivering this service in. Separate these roles clearly and make sure that they understand that you're not selling physical therapy and that you're providing personal training if that's your other certification and make sure it meets and aligns with your professional scope of practice. Make sure you get consent forms signed for both of your roles. So if you're a PTA working as a personal trainer, make sure you get consent that this person knows that they are getting the care of a PTA, but you are performing personal training services and not PT services. And then also make sure that you tell them what your limitations are and then make sure you document just like you would document in the clinic. And I know this is hard. So if you're teaching a class and you've got 25 people, you've got to do some form of documentation on these people to make sure you mitigate your risk. And lastly, make sure you refer your clients out to an appropriate healthcare professional so that this person can get the care that they need, even though you can give it to them because you can, and they want to do it right then and right there with you, Guys, you need to know that you may not be covered, even if you have another certification. And even though your insurance company says that you have coverage, guys, you still could be blamed and be held for neglect. So in summary, I want your desire to expand your services. It's commendable, okay? But it is crucial to uphold the same standards of care, the same documentation, and the same ethical practice in any role that you undertake because you have a license. By maintaining these principles, you can minimize your risk of malpractice claims and ensure the well-being of all of those people that you want to serve. Now, if you want more information about what I do and how I set up stretch mobility coaches in a way that it aligns with their actual license and how we give them everything that they need, not only on the clinical skill side, but also on business sales and marketing, know that you can go on over and join my private Facebook group that I developed. It's just for PTAs and it's for PTA trailblazers. And in this group, it's called PTA Trailblazers. In this group, I'm going to go live every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to discuss everything a PTA needs to know to step outside their license and be able to achieve those six figures. Now, I want you to stay tuned for our next training. It is our fourth training in this series of five for PTAs, and it's going to be on liability insurance coverage for PTAs when they provide services outside their PTA license. Thanks guys for joining, and I can't wait to be back with you on our fourth training session. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Stretch Mobility Coast podcast. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights that will propel your journey as a PTA in the world of stretch mobility coaching. Remember, the power lies within you to transform your career. Don't hesitate to implement the tools, the knowledge, and the strategy that we've discussed to take that leap from being a PT assistant to becoming a solo professional. Now, before we part ways, I want to encourage you to share this podcast with your colleagues and fellow PTAs. Together, we can build a strong community of passionate and empowered PTAs trailblazing their way to success. 
Now, to ensure that you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. By subscribing, you'll be notified whenever a new episode is released and you won't miss out on the latest tips, interviews, and stories that can fuel your professional growth. Thank you once again for being a part of our vibrant community. Your dedication to your clients and your commitment to personal and professional development is truly inspiring. I'm honored to be on this transformative journey with you. Until next time, keep stretching boundaries, embracing growth, and making a profound impact as a stretch mobility coach. Together, let's unlock the full potential of your career and create a legacy of excellence for other PTAs.